dog. Gear that's good as swell that's clean. Join Tim and Owe in between the sets. Between the sets. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys Tim and Owe, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. How you doing, Owe? Yeah, uh, late one tonight, Tim. We're we're running overtime. <laughs> is that what is that what they say in the biz? I don't know. I think we're we're pretty much spot on, aren't we? I, well, we normally start this show around eight pm Eastern mm. Standard Time, but this is a podcast. Mm. You know, the, the, <laughs> the, the idea of this show is you can listen to it whenever you want. I don't know why we're going live all the time. Yeah, well, this was the thing we decided at the start of the year. We're like, <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring the podcast to the people. I think we really just wanted to be Rov Live. Yeah, and we are now. <laughs> we're doing our own own skits here. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, we should have done a cold opener, mm. a little sketch. Yeah, a little flick, your, of, flick your switch. <laughs> a bit of a skit for the boys. Um, but no, we're professional. Mm. We're doing what would you call this setup? It's 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 like a community television studio. It's what we've wanted to do since we were kids. <laughs> exactly. I wish we knew how to frame a camera, but uh, <laughs> no, but I think it's good. <laughs> like we've got the you've got the the womper here. Mm. Oh, you okay. want me to cut yeah, back? Yeah, cut back. <laughs> we got the womper here. You got the dick lighter. By the way, where are they? Yeah, we should have a bit of dick chat actually because uh, a few people were actually asking who are Dick Light and we sort of had to explain they're these, these young boys from Western Australia that mm. they, they made their own merch and they've got their own foamy handboards. But they're not posting, are they? No, they've, they've they, fallen off the face. They had the big comp at Rabbits and then, and then nothing really happened. Mm. It was a great event and I think that was starting to get momentum. They had like a thousand followers. Yep, yep. And then I don't know what happened. Maybe they got grounded. <laughs> they're quite young. Maybe they got in trouble yeah, and uh, they're yep. not allowed to sell merch yeah, anymore. M- mum's pulled out the modem cable. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't they can't get on the interwebs exactly, anymore. Exactly, exactly. I've got a I've got to say a big uh congratulations and happy birthday. <laughs> to me Oh, he hit the big 3-0 is that on me, Sunday. Is it? Yeah. How oh, do you feel, yeah. brother? You feel old? No, I don't actually. I feel young. I did wake up with a sore back today, but I don't think it's related to turning 30. It, it honestly happens. <laughs> when that clock hits midnight, bang, your back just goes. See, I was hoping that you might have the 21 Today grab loaded up because that's how I feel, Tim. I was going to get the 21 Today grab. I was worried because, you know, Happy Birthday is public domain now. Yeah. Back in the day, you used to have to pay for that song if you sang it on a, on a television show or on a radio show. That's free for me to use. I'm pretty <laughs> sure someone still has the rights to 21 Today. Yeah, they would. <laughs> so I didn't want to use it. But uh, So you're feeling young. You're I feel feeling like good. I'm, I'm young at heart. Yeah, the, the body's probably... Getting a bit old, and I mean, I don't have regular checkups at the doctor, <laughs> so everything that I feel in my own body is just by assumption. Mm. So I've got a sore leg mm-hmm. that may be related to my sore back. I don't know, yeah. And I've never asked anyone, so I do a couple of stretches here and there, and it actually seems to go pretty well when I go for a body surf. Like the next day or so, I'm pain free, mm. but then if I haven't been in the water, it, it's just. I don't know. I just I don't feel good. Well, that that's the thing, you know. Medicine is not a science. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. It's a guessing game. Yeah, it really is. So no one knows what's going on. We like to pretend that we've got it all together, but mm. no one really knows what they're doing. So I think you're very smart by not going to the doctor because I think sometimes they're just like doing whatever. Well, that's my thing. No one's ever died of cancer knowing that they <laughs> not knowing they had cancer. Mm. You know, you've got to know that you've got cancer to die of cancer. Yeah. Now, I'm not making light of that subject in any way, but I'm trying to use my life as a test for everyone else to say, well, listen, I don't go to the doctor. So mm. if I live to say like 75 and I have a good run, maybe there's, maybe we put too much weight in, in medical science. But if something bad was to happen, do you think you would feel it in your bones? Yeah, maybe. I, maybe because I like I understand my body and how I'm feeling. I would, I would like to say that I would know what's going on, but... Uh, I talk a lot of rubbish, Tim, and I don't think that, like, if I was to get skin cancer or something like that, and I have, I have been to the skin specialist and been checked over for that. I, I'm not a complete prude. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, if that's where you're going with this. You know, there's, there's, you got to pick and choose your battles. I haven't been to the dentist, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Well, here's the thing with anti-vaxxers, right? They, they're worried about um, their children developing autism, but is autism really that bad? <laughs> All the greatest people in the history of the world have a, a little bit of autism. I'd be stoked with an autistic kid. Like, get in there, go make Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. Go code. Yeah. I probably, again, we shouldn't be making light of this, but... You know, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. You could you could you could have it worse. So uh, to all the people that were vaccinated and now have autism, thanks for joining the show. <laughs> I think this whole setup is uh, really thanks to autism. It is. It really is. And uh, half of last week's show was brought to you by autism, actually, because we did three live reads. <laughs> One of them used the word protege instead of Portuguese. <laughs> you're dyslexic, I'm dyslexic, and you're writing me a live read I haven't read before and I can't read. Yeah. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. But it was a fun show last week. We had Maddie Bond on the show and uh, a lot of people, a lot of feedback actually, um, they were stoked to have him on. Um, Matthew Bond made fun of himself saying, you know, it's the first time a non-body surfer is, is on the podcast. That's not true. We've had a few other non-body surfers on the podcast in the past. Yeah, we've got two hosts. <laughs> exactly. But people were like really encouraged by his enthusiasm for the sport for someone who's only been involved in it for a very short amount of time. Mm. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I actually went back and listened to it twice. I listened to it uh, on the YouTubes mm. and I listened to it via the podcast app. Oh, right. And so that was you, was it? Yeah, it was me. Yeah, it was the, yeah that was the two views. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I had a good laugh at, at Bondi's um, the kids joke again. That was quite good. that was quite good. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and have a listen. Now, people rated it as quite a good episode, but I think we've done better. So if you <laughs> if you're listening to the, this to the for the first time, please go back and listen to our previous episodes. Maybe some of the ones where we actually interviewed body surfers. It's funny, a friend of mine a while back was like, hey, send us a link to your, your little podcast. I want to have a listen. And, and she was just like, send us your best one. I'm only going to have time to listen to one. Mm. So send us your best one. They're obviously not a body surfer, so they've got real no interest in what we do. But they, they were supportive and wanted to have a listen. And I sent them through, I think it was the first time we got the some of the new gear and we were sounding a bit better. And it was a tighter podcast than what, what people are probably used to. And uh, it was one of just us, no guest. 
Yeah, right. One of my favourites. So, you know. What episode was that? I Do you think, know? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'd like to have a listen to it because often when we record things, Tim, mm. we go, man, that was shit house. Yeah. And well, I, re- I listen back to it. And it's not that bad. Well, last week after the show, I was talking to executive producer Wolfo and I just said, mate, I'm sorry about that. I wasn't feeling it. He goes, what are you talking about? It was great. It's mm. a good show. So, so yeah, so, it's hard when you're in the hot seat to know what's actually being broadcast out there. Yeah, it's true. It's very true, Tim. Now, last week we spoke a bit about Slide mm-hmm. and we spoke to Bondi. Uh, we also spoke to Tom Marm. Yep. Uh, but you know what? I, I think we need to put that to bed a bit and we need to look on to our next event yeah which is yeah well the womp camp that's right and and you know before covid happened you'd you'd have a look at the year and be like oh man this is going to be great we've got all these great events lined up back to back even trav when organizing slide was mindful of what was coming up but who knows what the future holds for us Unfortunately, we weren't able to even get into the Gold Coast for Slide Fest. So now we move forward to things like Womp Camp and later in the year Womp Off. Mm. Are these things going to have the same issues that we've already faced this year? Uh, Yeah, you'd have to say that they do. I mean, Victoria had their worst day on record today in regards to the amount of deaths from coronavirus. Mm. And uh, New South Wales is looking okay. We had 13 cases today. 12 with known links. Mm. So let's just keep our fingers crossed over the next few weeks before Womp Camp yeah. that that stays like that and we can make it go ahead, obviously with the social distancing regulations in place, but we don't want it to be a thing where it's like, all right, well, there's no regional travel, there's no camping spots available, we have to kind of go back to a soft lockdown. That's not what we want. Mm. So I'm hopeful and I've got my fingers crossed, Timmy. Well, it's technically, what, three weeks away if we were going to go ahead with Womp Camp on the 28th, the 29th, and uh, the 30th of August. We have a message here from uh, the Womp Camp help desk. So I sent through a quick message this afternoon, and I got a, a really fast response. So hi, Daniel from Womp Camp help desk here. Currently says changes are going ahead as planned under current social distancing guidelines. No current advice or changes received, but our camp liaison officer will be reaching out to them tomorrow. Mexicans need not to attend and Canadians need to consider their leadership advice. So anyone from Melbourne or anyone who even looks like they're from Melbourne. Mate, if you've got a scarf on, get the hell out of here. If you're, wear, if you're drinking a latte, no, thank you. You know who is actually from Victoria? A very surprising person that you wouldn't think would be from Victoria but is from Victoria. Big name on the Body Surf podcast. Mm-hmm. Have a guess. Barrel pit. He's from really? Victoria. Oh, yeah. wow. Jake's from Victoria. <laughs> so, Jake, won't be seeing you there at Womp <laughs> Camp. Unlucky, mate. You are not invited. No, uh, obviously that is uh, good news, I guess. It's it's saying open to New South Wales residents. Um, Queenslanders, I mean, if you can get here, but, I mean, you're going into 14 days isolation coming here. Mm. So, leave now. <laughs> You can come to Womp Camp and then when you go home, there's another 14 days. So if you've got five weeks of <laughs> annual leave up your sleeve that you want to burn on two days, sure, jump on. And it'd be worth it. 
the, I'd do it. The the big issue I think is for us, we, we haven't made any plans. So we've been talking a lot, but we haven't booked anything in. Now it's mm. only a few weeks away. Have we got to start thinking about sleeping arrangements? Have we got to start booking cabins? I know you were thinking about just jumping in the the swag and or sleeping in your car and a lot of people do just camp. That's gotta be organized. Um, finding a, a nice spot to camp and, and have the commune, but also we want to grab a cabin so we can do the podcast. Have we got to start making reservations? Yeah, we do, Tim. And I, well, last year we left it to the executive producer, Wolfo. This year he's a bit off the um, off the beaten trail. He doesn't know whether he's coming. He doesn't know whether he's whether he's not. I mean, his his wife is very pregnant, mm. and so. Who knows? Like if she if she gives birth to their their child, then Wolfo's out. Yeah, and what is it about a three four hour drive? Mm. So uh, you don't want to be stuck there with no cellular phone coverage, as we all experienced last year. Yes, true. Um, when you've got a baby on the way, so yeah, I think a, a few people will have to make some hard calls about mm. possibly staying here that weekend. However. A lot of the budgie boys are amped up. We didn't get to go to Slidefest, so they're looking for an excuse to get away and have a bit of fun. Last time we went, we had a great time. It was our first time at Wong Camp. Everyone was so welcoming and got around the boys. We took with us what we thought was a lot of beer. Now, it did not last long at all. So we've got to start working out, hey, um, what are we going to be taking down in in terms of beverages? Because the offer's there. We can take a few kegs. Yeah, we, we well, just have to work out at all the technical stuff. That's right. We we spoke to our good friends over at Harry Man Brewery, and Woofer just sent through. He's already had the kid. Oh, has he? <laughs> Three months old. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> good to see we're on top of things. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, it looks like you're coming then. Are you bring the kid, Woofer. Um. And congratulations for the <laughs> for the birth of your child. Muzzle top. Ma- male? 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 Female? Yeah, male. Male? Yeah, I think. That's good. <laughs> We're on top of it here. <laughs> uh, now, yeah, we spoke to Harryman Brewery and they normally give us a couple of cases to take away. Mm. Now, last year, um, they've said it's too expensive. So, if we want to instead, we can take some kegs. We just got to know how to keg them. And like how, to tap, how them, to tap yeah. them, and so that's bringing. I guess it's bringing a gas bottle along and a bit of plumbing. I'm I'm not really down mm. with the ling- lingua. Well, you know, you watch those those uh, college movies. Mm. Uh, what what's a good one? Uh, is it like Porky's or something like that? There was the big one, the the Harvard Lampoon one, mm. Animal House. Oh yeah, you know, and they, they they always have these keg parties. We've got the red cups, and they they tap this keg, and it, it's always like you know they're underage, and they've got to sneak a keg into their parents' house. And it all, it all looks so easy. Mm. But there was a great television show called Freaks and Geeks where some some guys get a a, a keg and and they don't know how to tap it, and it just froths up, and it's a disaster. Yeah, that's what I think we're gonna be like. So I want to make. Sure sure we can have a drink so maybe cans are easier it was very easy to keep them cold mm. it's it's pretty chilly you get a bag of ice that will last you the weekend it will yeah mm. it won't even melt 
So I don't know. I don't know. Hairy Man's always very generous. So um, thank you very much for setting us up with uh, some lovely beverages. And didn't everyone like having a bit of a taste test last time? I think everyone was getting around the pop ales. Yeah, that's right. And Andy at Hairy Man did send us with some some pop ales for last year. And I think uh, Corey drunk all of those. <laughs> so no one, if you actually got one from us last year. Yeah, well done. Well done because uh, that was part of our... Uh, deal with Corey to come and mm. swim for the Budgie Boys. That's right. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm really uh, just thinking about you know the last weekend. A um, few stories going around. Now, you did turn thirty on mm. Sunday, so you've only been thirty for one day. Yeah, th- uh, three p.m. I was born. Right. So we had a little um, like what are those things with the the bank the a party the, popper the party popper at th- at three p.m. yesterday and really you stayed up. No, no, 3 p.m. Oh, p.m. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Afternoon, baby. I wasn't um, getting in the way of that anyone. That explains but, a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm always late for yeah, things. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a morning person either. Mm. So it does explain a lot. And yeah, did one, you, one year. Did you celebrate with a bit of a drinky poo? Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday, Saturday night. Sunday, we had a, we just stayed in. We had a little uh, uh, fish curry. Oh, nice. Um, but on Friday and Saturday, we went out to a couple of bars and restaurants in the Cronulla region. Now, I will say there was not a lot of social distancing going on at one of the uh, one of the restaurants I, we went to. I keep hearing about this, especially at restaurants. I've, I've had a similar experience and I'm, I'm off it. Yeah. I, I, I was really looking forward to some restrictions easing so we could go have a beer and so we could go have a nice meal. But I thought it was going to be super strict. And it's not. It's really not. And... Mate, we're, we're, we're on the up, aren't we? Like, there's some issues in New South Wales at the moment and, and it could even have an impact on things like Camp. But, um, yeah, I, 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 you mentioned you went somewhere. We won't say the name, but people were pretty much being stacked on top of each other. Yeah, there was... It was there wasn't a lot of people there, but where the people were, everyone was on top of each other. Everyone was right next to each other. There was just no distancing going on. So I don't like I don't know whether it's the government's fault for not communicating the information properly saying that you're only allowed to have this amount of people within your venue at any one time, but just stick them all in the same corner. It's sweet. Mm. Or it's the restaurant going, "Well, this is how it's going to work more functionally for us because yeah, I mean, if we start getting transfer cases within the community that uh, in the dozens, it's just gonna it's gonna blow up in a second, and that's why I'm worried about Womp Camp too. Yeah. Because I mean, two weeks, three weeks away, you don't think it's a very long time, which it isn't. But this thing moves at a rate of knots. Yeah, it just it just goes so quickly. So I know everyone's kind of sick of hearing about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, Tim, uh, it's something that we really need to worry about. And uh, I I mean, people would say, well, don't go to a restaurant. You're part of the problem. Yes, I get it. But also, if, if the restaurants are abiding by the social distance rec- regulations, I should be able to go there yeah. and be effectively safe. Yeah. So there's one of our um, main bars we go to, the Blind Bear. Uh, it, I, you couldn't be more distant in there. Like, really, there's just no, no standing up in the venue at all. It's all table service. There's just no way you would even... Be, it would not even be possible for you to... Um, catch the virus unless you were someone who was sitting with one of your friends that had it. Mm. I think of Highfield. Now, Highfield got done for a case a couple of weeks ago and everyone was like, oh, red alert, it's bad, this is one of our locals. Mm. Uh, 
but not even the people on the table that were sitting with that patron caught the virus. So mm. they're doing their social distancing very, very well. Uh, I just hope that other venues can kind of catch on and, and keep doing it, Timmy. I mean, Boyle's up the road, social distancing, it's because no one's going there. <laughs> we go there and uh, we're the only ones in there, but that's that's nice. <laughs> it's nice to be able to have a drink and not stress out. Now, I, uh, I, I guess you're one of the lucky ones because a lot of people have celebrated birthdays over the last few months and were not able to do anything. So at least you were able to go out even though things were a bit sketchy. You were still able to have a, a nice weekend, have a few beers with the boy, catch up with the miso. Were you able to get into the water? Yeah, I got in the water. Uh, I actually went out with the... Well, I wouldn't say I went out with the Budgie Boys on Saturday morning. I had a little hissy fit. <laughs> yeah, and now, Jesse Mawson, I'm coming straight for you, mate. Because <laughs> I've just had enough of negativity in my life. I, <laughs> like, I get out of the car. I drive down. I'm, I'll be back to you. Uh, I drive down. I hop out of the car. I go, all right, boys. Let's get in. It's looking good. And Jesse goes, oh, we were contemplating not getting in. I just went, right, catch ya. Hopped back in the car and drove down the beach and swam somewhere else. <laughs> I was just, I'm sick of it. You know, like, <laughs> just get excited about being in the water. Now, for me, I'm someone who goes around and checks multiple different spots. And if it's not good, I won't get in. Mm. But... <sighs> I try and do it out of a state of optimism. There's always some place better. Let's get to the place that's got good waves. Where that day I was just like, it doesn't matter where it is. Let's go. Let's have a good time. Mm. And there was just like, oh, don't want to do this, don't want to do that. So I went and jumped in at um, gate eight with Uga. I'm I'm jumping ship. Yeah, yeah. I'm just with the I'm with the bait bay boys now. Now I I didn't go because I'm still you know recovering from the back injury and and really it was just a bit chilly and I was very comfortable in bed. But I'm keen to get back into the water very soon. Um, and I, I actually checked out a bit of the surf and it didn't look too bad. So I don't know what all the carry-on was about. What was the surf conditions like? Yeah, the, the surf was it was large. It wasn't, it wasn't overly, overly big, mm. but um, it was hard for Bondi. <laughs> and so it was very rippy. I mean, there's no there's no sand in there at the moment because just repetitive East Coast lows have taken it all. And so it was pretty much just like sweeping and ripping out. I even got caught in one and like it wasn't too bad. You just took you out and you swam across. But um, yeah, it was just like rippy and... I got in a little rip bowl. It was it was fun, but there was there was no banks. Like mm. there was no point swimming out the back and and trying to catch anything long because it just it wasn't um, there wasn't any it wasn't necessary, I guess. Uh, but I will tell you one thing: the water was cold. Yeah, it was really cold, Tim. That's what I'm worried about. You know, I've just got this new steamer, and um, it it did the job. What a month ago, two months ago, when I went in last, it felt quite toasty actually, but it. It's the conditions are changing, and uh, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. Tasmania hit like minus something, like it was colder than the Antarctic in Tasmania. Really? Yeah. It, it, there's something going on out there. We've just had some torrential rain over the weekend. It's freezing cold here, and you know I complain. It's Australian cold. It's not that bad. Mm. Like it's definitely worse in other places. We live in Sydney, Australia. It's pretty good. But, man, I've lost a lot of motivation over the last few weeks just because of the, the change in the weather. It's hard to, to get out of bed, let alone jump in some freezing cold water, mm. especially if the surf isn't doing exactly what you want it to be doing. Yeah, I, I would have thought that the, the water was probably down towards 16. Shivers, okay. Um, 
which it doesn't seem that cold when the outside temperature's, what, six. So you're going 10 degrees on top of the outside temperature. But it was the first time in a long time I actually got a headache. Yeah, when you're sitting in, in there and yeah, you got no protection of your head. And it's, mm. Yeah, it's... it's at least you got in and then you went back. You, you backed it up the next day with another a surf, a birthday surf. I did, birthday surf on the Sunday. And that was actually really fun. We went to Windy Point and it was super clean. Windy Point's a new one for you guys. I, I had, didn't know much about it until you took me out there to, to suss it out. It, it seems like you guys are really enjoying surfing there. It's it's quite a fickle wave. Uh, and it's in Cronulla. It's, it's not that hidden. If mm. you look around, um, you'll find it easy enough. Um, now it's, it's a wave that needs quite a lot of east in it. So any south swells, it's just really luck of the draw, whether you're going to get any, it needs to be really large to Mm. even start breaking there. Um, but any east in the swell, you're, it'll start picking, um, picking a bit of swell up. Now, Windy Point by the name is, uh, a point that is quite actually protected from, a lot of the south wind, so it's kind of in the little bay. So when you, um, I guess your um, your shark islands are too too wind affected. Your windy point is that little bit more protection, not as protected as the point. Mm. Um, but the the point we don't really like the point. I mean, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a very crumbly top heavy wave that it's, it's always packed as well yeah it, it's mm. very busy so if you can get windy point on a um on the off chance that it's on uh a very very fun wave now we had it uh pretty much to ourselves on sunday so it was myself robbie and i think one other surfer and I, it was a long wait between sets but uh every time the set came it was about four or five foot which i, I was really enjoying and um you know me tim I, if it's clean i'll get in if it's a bit windy i'm just i'm just a bit off it so i pick and choose my battles now that i'm 30 <laughs> uh i think the older you get the that's it's more what you like uh more likely to do yep you know it's just you'll only go out kind of when the when the conditions are nice I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And uh, I'm just starting to, to hear a bit of a theme over the last few weeks, you know. And this is due to, to really be being uh, sort of trapped in in our area. Mm. A lot of Cronulla chat lately, a lot of Cronulla talk. You haven't been as adventurous maybe as you have been in the past. Is that because you are kind of just locked down? No, I um, I haven't surfed Maroubra in a while, Um I think the last time was a few weeks ago. How are the Maroubra they're, body surfers they're going? going? Good. I'm in the I'm in the chat at the moment. They were actually just talking about uh, Womp Camp themselves. Oh, so, okay, good. Uh, Rob sent through a message saying, "How's everyone looking for Womp Camp?" Uh, Peter Goddard says, "Pretty unlikely." Um, Dill says he booked today, so there's there's people coming. Okay. People are booking, um, and. Uh, James Zietler says we'd love, to, would love to, but struggling with a leave pass. Mm. And so there's, so you're probably getting about 50% in, 50% out from the teams. Uh, I don't know what the budgie boys are looking like. Uh, we're probably 50% there. I'm sure the Sandy Coast guys will go. They, they run the show pretty much. Yeah. So they'll all be there. Um, Queenslanders are going to struggle. Yeah. You get Ricky and a few of the East Coast yeah, body true. surfers. Uh, Belly's going to turn up for sure. You'd, you'd think so. Well, I think he, he generally just hides in the bushes for the first day and mm. then sort of makes an appearance when he feels like it's uh, time to go. Mm. 
But um, that was the first time we kind of got to know Belly quite well and sit down with him, have a chat. And, and we knew nothing about him, really. We followed him on Instagram. But we always think people are from different spots. Like last week, we thought Tom Marr was from North Sydney. Mate, we, we, think, we think that our executive producer is going to have a kid next week and he's <laughs> it's three months old. It's actually Robbie Miller who's having the kid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I get those two mixed up because they're both bodyboarders. Yeah. So, yeah, we always get we, – we, we thought Tom Marr was from like – up north Sydney, but then barely we, we assumed he was from the Gold Coast, but that's just because he holidays there all the time. Mm. So it was good to find out what he was all about and where he was from and his story and things like that. And and I, I feel like that's going to – we were hoping to sort of have a chat with some people that we rarely get to talk to, but due to COVID, some people might not be able to, to get in. So we'll just make the most of it and uh, we'll do probably, yeah, another live podcast like we did last time and then try and grab a few interviews here and there. Um, we've been real slack on the, the international guests lately. Yeah. We thought this would be a great time to jump on the Zoom and do some some international interviews. However, it's just tricky, you know, with, with the time differences. So we, we're trying to work out how do we cross to Hawaii and uh, California, but even places like uh, England. So, yeah, the time differences are a bit tricky and getting studio time and all that sort of stuff's hard, but... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some good content coming up soon. Like, really, we haven't sat down with Woofer in a while and work out, you know, what's happening over the next few weeks. Yeah, that's right. But so. do you know what, what's doing real well? Uh, interviews with the Budgie Boys. Every, yeah. Everyone's loving it. Yeah, people like you gotta you got to get to know people. And as Belly said, uh, it's body surfing is one of those things where you just need to know everyone. You need to get everyone's story because yeah. everyone has such a unique story. Yeah. And that was his number one advice to us. Mm. Get Interview everyone. Every single person. Anyone who's ever like just even... Jumped in the water. Jumped in the water. Yeah. Had a bus drive straight on a, um, <laughs> on a little two-footer. A, a frothy, yeah. You know? Just um, everyone. I want to interview your dad. He loves a body surf. <laughs> he used to. He's not getting in the... He, he doesn't like the cold. But yeah, he's got a few mates that are really into it as well. And actually, I was at his place. He's uh, he's renovating the garage at the moment. Oh, yeah. What's uh, going in there? So he's just... He needs more room because he got a new car and it doesn't really fit and he doesn't have room for all his tools and his bits and pieces. So he's putting in an extra sort of room and uh, just for storage space, I think. But uh, your good old mate, Johnny Hubbard, was over. Oh, yeah. So he was doing a bit of uh, electrical work, I think. And um, Johnny Harvard used to uh, run and own Manta bodyboards back in the day. There you go. So he's quite connected with the community. And he said, oh, you know, I've heard about your podcast, blah, blah, blah. You should chase up this guy, Peter Hume, one of the original body surfers from this area. And I think he's uh, actually won a few competitions. So we need to do a bit of research and, and see what this guy's all about. But I heard he's, a, he's quite a big deal. Mm. So even like little stories like that come out and you go, oh, we should follow this up. That could be really, really interesting. So that's something to do as well. And, and maybe we just got to pull our finger out and start producing this show a bit better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I've taken a real step back in the, this season and you can see because it's gone to... Ru- no, <laughs> I joke, I joke. I kid, I'm just, I'm razzing you, Timmy. It's funny, we, we took a, a bit of a break because of COVID and, you know, we had some production issues, but um, it feels harder this year. And, and I think it's purely because of that lack of motivation because of what we're going through. Now, um, you know, this time last year, we, we were like going 
to Womp Camp and we were like at the peak of, of mm. the podcast. We were doing interviews every week. We were smashing it. At the moment, we're, I'll speak personally, feeling buggered. And uh, I think a lot of the world's probably feeling the same way. I think it's just um, a, a morale issue. Mm. <laughs> the world's over it. And that's probably when we need stuff like this. We need to be out and about and body surfing and talking to some fun and cool people. So let's give this a crack, Oe. Next week, there's a, a there's a blank spot on the whiteboard and we'll try and find someone amazing to talk to. Well, that's right, yeah. Maybe we could do a little bit of um, gear reviews and stuff like that. We did some gimmicky stuff, Timmy. What was uh, Woofo had a segment, Good Gear, with Woofo. Good Gear. He was going to do that, so maybe he can uh, start it. Yeah, well, I'll start it off. <laughs> I've got a bit of new Good Gear here, Timmy. Oh, is that a oh, birthday present? Uh, yes, right. Uh, yeah, put that one there. You just hit it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone looking on the um, a bit of product placement there. Yeah. I can't. So what is this? Talk us through it. Okay, so it's a wristwatch, <laughs> and that's pretty much all it is. What is this demonry? Yeah. So it lights <laughs> up too. Oh wow! Blue. Oh yeah. How's that? So waterproof, I'm assuming. Yes, fully silicone. Um, <laughs> and I got it as a present. So anytime you get a present, you always um and ah. Like when you when you're above the age of like say 20. Yeah. You can buy everything you want. You don't need presents anymore. Yeah. Presents are a thing of the past. Uh, and I'm not a great gift receiver yeah. or I'm not a really good gift giver either. <laughs> uh, I rarely give gifts. Uh, and I think it's because I don't like receiving gifts. Mm. Um, but when I uh, when I received this, I was from from April. I went, oh, it's a, it's a watch. And I was a bit like, hmm. Okay, I don't, I don't know. And she's like, well, I did lots of research and it's, um, and she goes, I, I could have got your Fitbit, but they're a bit flimsy if you're wearing them in the water. Um, I didn't want to get you something that's really, really expensive if you're not going to use it. So I try to go budget and I try to go simple um, and I try to go practical. Mm. And so I put it on. Sunday, I went for a body surf just to test it out. And I absolutely love it. Okay. I, I really, really love it. It's very, very basic. So it's actually a Nixon. I don't know what the brand, um, the, the model number is, but it's a Nixon watch. Uh, and they retail for like mid 100s to 200s. Mm. Um, now, all it does is tell the time. Okay. Uh, it tell, it's, it's got a stopwatch on there. And it's the, the real good thing is it's got the tides on there. Okay. So I lo- I love the tide feature. So you can actually like do a little thingy like that. And oh, if you see there and it shows yeah. you when the tide's going to be high and the tide's going to be low. And then if you go on the next little thing, it shows you when the when the high tide comes, which saying the next high tide is at um 1:20 a.m. tomorrow. Right. So yeah, very very basic, but it's cool. I I've, I found myself um, looking at it in the surf, and I'm always that guy who's like, "Oh, what's the time?" Yeah, if you got to get um, to work or something. I'm not going to be that guy anymore. Yeah, like I've I've got the I've got the watch, and it's really really good for body surfing. So fully silicone. It's there's no little in points for sand or anything. Um, uh, yeah, I lo- I loved it. Um, it's really sturdy. It didn't come off. I mean, we body like if you do anything serious with body surfing, you're coming off on pretty heavy waves and I surfed some pretty heavy waves on Sunday and it was 
Totally fine. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So good gear with Wolfo. That's it. Well That's done. episode one. We need a new graphic. We mm. need some some music for that. But yeah, why don't we do another favourite segment here on the Body Surf Podcast? Oh, he's mailbag. Oh. <laughs> Let's check in. <laughs> what have I got? We'll, we'll just have a look what's happening in the comments. Oh, a bit of action here. Mm. Anything interesting there, Owie? Um, the 40 comments from Hamish, which is <laughs> nothing new. Hamish, how are you doing, by the way? Uh, we, we got the, the late mail that you had to pull out a slide fest and uh, it was due to possibly having coronavirus. Mm. I think you had to get tested. So I'm not sure if you were showing any symptoms, but um, yeah, I guess safety first. You went and got tested, but it mean, meant you weren't able to compete. So hope you're doing better, man. And, and I, he would have been spewing so hard about that. So I hope he, he got over his FOMO quickly. Mm, yeah, he, he sent me a private message and just said, I, th- I think along the lines of he went to one of the restaurants that uh, someone who had a confirmed case went to. I think it was the two... Um, the two girls that went on their Melbourne, yeah. Sydney... Yeah, they went to nightclubs and yeah. stuff, didn't they? Um, and I think he went to one of the restaurants. And anyway, he had to get tested and pull out. So that's that really sucks for him. Um, oh, Lou's just jumped on. What up, boys? Hello, buddy. Uh, good to see you. We All were just talking from about the, the awkward time difference. If, if he's up now, like, it should be sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, but the thing is, remember when we interviewed him? Yeah, and he, he was, was going to work. Going to work, yeah. and he had to go out and sit in the car. <laughs> that was funny. So it's probably, I guess it's probably like 8 a.m. there. Um, and what else do we got now? Uh, up here, Dave Archer says, jump on the booking soon. Treachery is busier than normal this year. Yeah, so you don't want to be one of the one of those left red faced, mm. uh, especially us if we're trying to book the cab. Yeah, we should get on that ASAP, Tim. Yeah, who's who's? We should just have uh, head of travel, like the traveling secretary. You know George Costanza mm. in Seinfeld. He was the traveling secretary for the for the Yankees, and he used to book all the accommodation when they did away games. But that should be a new role in the Budgie Boys. I know. Matt Bond's looking to get off the childcare role. If you want to be the travelling secretary, Bondy, that, that job's up for grabs. But one of the new boys might take it away from you. But how do, we, how do we get things paid for? We don't, it's not, we're not running bankroll here. Put it on the company card, mate. <laughs> what, sports bet? No, I think that's part of the job. You've got to work out who wants in and who's going to be paying cash. Like, you may not be staying in the cabin this year. That's mm. fine, but we, we won't be chasing up money from you. I'll be staying in the cabin, so I'll give you money straight up because mm. I want a nice, comfy little bunk bed. Well, Wolfo said that uh, we're booking tomorrow. Okay. He's okay. spoken to Tretch already. Oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm just excited that uh, warm camp may be happening. Now, it sounds really positive, and because we're already in New South Wales, we shouldn't have any travelling issues. Mm. It's really up to, I guess, the accommodation and how they see how how they're going to kind of socially distance or run it safely. So, But if we're in cabins of people that we normally hang out with or we live with or whatever, it shouldn't be a huge issue. Mm. I wonder, but like at night, we would always commune around a fire and there'd be a big group of us. Uh, I guess we do that at our own risk. Yeah, I think as long as you're uh, staying a metre apart from everyone, Mm. it should be fine, Mm. you know. Obviously, we're not going to have any communal briskets (laughs) like last year. Uh, And, yeah, even I guess the keg may be something that we have to to think about. I mean, not everyone has their own headmaster, Mm. you know, Tim? Everyone's not bringing their own um, schooner glass. That's true. So... 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you could get the red cups, but you're not going to get a good head on the red cups. No, plastic as well. Mm. I'd rather a tinny. So, yeah, the cans are probably a go. Yeah. I think I've got a few cans at Woofo's house. I think I left a few salty dogs there. I might have to go pick them up soon. Oh, you do? Mm. He said he was going to drink those. Yeah, he, you know, if, you, if you're thirsty, Woofo, have a, have a few. Don't worry about it. And Harry has a new beer on tap, the Hazy. So that's the, uh, what is that? That's an IPA? Hazy IPA, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So Hazy's really in fashion at the moment. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they've uh, they've hit the nail on the head with it. I was two new beers in two yeah. months. Yeah. So kicking goals over there at Harry Man. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know they were shut for a while, so I guess they do a lot of their their business through. Um, well, they they were delivering at one point. Mm. Uh, I think they still deliver to the local area, but it, it, it's such a great place to hang out. And I know it's not a big part of that brewery, but going there just to have a few beers with the boys is so much fun. And they have the food truck and everything. And we obviously go there a bit and have our meetings, but um, they're up and running again. So if you, I, I, it's tricky. You have to take uh, get a booking and all that sort mm. of stuff. But it's it's so much fun. So if you can get along to Harryman, support them, and try out the new beers, that'd be great. I think we got to get out of here, are we? Yeah, Tim. I think we should. Um, should we leave the Should we leave the listeners with a bit of um, a, a bit of music? Bit of a, I mean, because yeah. technically this is the this is the road to Womp Camp. That's right. We're on the road to Womp Camp now. We're we're leaving everything behind us, and we're starting we're starting again fresh. Mm. And so, if you come along to Womp Camp, this is what you got to look forward to. The waves are pumping and the wind's offshore One camp's calling you to come and score Bad shacks, it gets air rolls and spins So grab your hand plane and grab your fins Womp camp, womp camp Have a barrel of fun at womp camp You can ride and slide and straight down the face Or glide and manoeuvre with boys and grace Womp camp is for everyone So make new friends and have fun, fun, fun Womp camp, womp camp Sure is, Billy. <laughs> Catch up. Bye. Bye.